You're listening to Bear Friend Tea Party, the world's only podcast, playing rock and roll music through the horn in your head. Bear Friend Tea Party! Hello. Hello. Level, level, level. Audio level check. Go. Check. Chris, is that you? Check one, two. Not much going on so far with this podcast. Yeah. Deputy Van Halen. Chris, you sound like shit. What happened to your usual microphone? What? Uh, no, I couldn't hear that, old brother. I, I am. It just cut, it cuts in and out. Oh, shit, I've been recording. Bear Friends Party. How's that? There's a lot of static. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's you. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, who has any ideas this week? Bear Friends Party. <laughs> <laughs>
So Chris is not coming back, I get the impression. Bear friend tea party. Do you want to do that clapping yes. thing? Yeah. Are we going to... Woo! <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a <laughs> yeah. show. That's a... Two, three. Okay. You're listening to Bear Friend Tea Party. Whatever. The world's only podcast. My name is D. Gunnard Bemis. I'm joined on the podcast, as always, Wait, by delightful choir boy, Jeremy Mullis. Thank you. And large pile of small wood, Jonathan Gibson. You're quite welcome. John, you, John your, your segment currently is Lesser Known Methods of Egg Preparation. That's right, Jeremy. That is my segment. And you... You want to go with that? Yeah, let's go with it. You know, I mean, I did, I did 15 minutes of research. Okay, let's go with it. All right. And so, Danny, you've got would upside down basketball players dribble on the ceiling or on the floor? Do you want to keep that or? No, I like that topic. Well, I like it too, but that's not what I'm doing tonight. I'm not in a basketball mood. (laughs) I was never skilled enough to uh, to do what. The, the Globetrotters did huh? on the court. What? Not in a basketball. It's, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Sounds pretty good. That, <laughs> but do we have only... All right. Thank you for listening to... It really means a lot to me. And thank you <laughs> also to our sponsor, Nature Box. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I tried some of their wasabi lime. No trans fat. Skip the vending machine. No. Jeremy, why don't you run us through what we got on the docket tonight, okay? Um, on the podcast tonight, segment one, uh, John- Dr. Jonathan Bumpers will be leading a discussion of some of the lesser-known methods of egg preparation. Uh, for segment two, uh, Daniel Gunnard Beamish will be expounding on ten random topics... And for segment three, Jeremy Mullis from North Carolina, that's me, will be uh, doing a special guest interview with Dr. Jonathan Bumpers, a regular on this podcast. Sounds great. I can't wait. Let's launch right into it. Segment one, lesser known methods of egg preparation. Before we get into that, does anyone have any listener correspondence, corrections, or addenda to address? No, unfortunately, I think Chris gets all of the listener emails, so, you know, since he's not able to join us tonight, you know. Yeah, I don't... Oh, I have a brief addendum on the topic of uh, horrible people with great hair that we discussed very poorly in our last episode, episode 23. Oh, I need to listen to that. Yeah, we all said that Hitler had great hair. What the hell? Yeah, and we were correct. I think that still stands. Hitler has terrible hair. Hitler has gross, disgusting, greased over hair. Distinctive, though. That doesn't make it great. It's disgusting. There's a few obvious ones that I just thought of that we failed to mention. Hold on. Let's just get one thing clear. Hitler had a, had a great mustache. That's it. That's hair. But the point of the addenda is not John, to... John, what are, what are mustaches made out of? John, what, what's a mustache made out of? 
Well, hair implies, you know, the entire ensemble of hair. There, hair. There you go, hair. The entire mise-en-scene, you know? I'm, I know. I'm, John, I'm giving you shit. You, you're trolling. That's what you're doing. You're trolling. Controlling? Trolling. Oh, trolling. Yeah, yeah. Don't feed the trolls. Anyway. Unless you're going to feed them some delicious snacks from Nature Box. Jeremy, this is a tough group to keep focused. Why don't you just you know, keep going? You know why, uh... Special thanks to my buddies over at NatureBox. Hey, skip the vending machine. I, I tried I tried some of their uh, bacon-wrapped goat penises the other day, and they were delicious. I should hope so. Yeah, so as I was saying, uh, in our discussion last week of horrible people with great hair... Um, there was a few that occurred to me that we did not mention at all. Interestingly, all of them dictators. Um, So the ones I came up with were Stalin. Oh, dude, totally. Way better hair than Hitler. Big old coiffer, awesome bushy mustache. Muammar Muammar Gaddafi, who has, I guess you could say, awesomely bad hair, but it must be, you know, it's pretty great. And depending on your politics, Fidel Castro has a real great look. Um, and then the uh, the last one I came up with uh, was Max Headroom. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a that's a real person, right? He's it, he was the dictator uh, a dictator in the eighties who lived on TV. Yeah, yeah. Max Headroom was a real person. He lived in uh, TV. He lived. In, he was the dictator of your TV set. Wait, who is Max Headroom? I thought that was... Isn't that a video game character? Or is that Max Payne? Yeah, you're you're thinking of Max Payne. Damn it. Why am I always thinking of Max Payne? No, he was like he was like the Taco Bell Chihuahua of Pepsi in the eighties. Was, what was he the mascot for, like RCA or something? No, I thought it was something? Pepsi. <laughs> was it? Yeah, you're right. I think it maybe it was Pepsi. Yes, John. John, you know in Back to the Future two when they go to the cafe eighties? Yes, dude, I know the that. Dude on the TV screen—that's Max Headroom. Yes, I know that. Wait, the guy that the guy that uh, that takes their order. BBB for pork. That guy. Yeah. Or at least he's a caricature. Where it's always morning in America, even in the afternoon. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 that yeah, guy? It's a caricature of... Uh, it's e- That's either not... supposed to be Max Headroom or like, you know, a Max Headroom style. Wait, so Max Headroom is a real person? No, he was a real, he was a real mascot. Like Chester Cheetah. Well, the interesting thing about Max Headroom is that the point of Max Headroom is that he... The, the conceit of Max Headroom was that he was supposed to be computer-generated. Oh! That's why okay. he stutters, because he hasn't got That's, it quite right. That does but, sound But they weird. actually, in the 80s, the computers were too crappy to actually render a person so he was actually just he was actually like a real dude that was just made up to look like what people in the 80s thought a computer generated person would look like in any case great hair um do you know what i i always used to confuse max headroom with that dude from Spaceballs that's in cahoots with pizza the hut i you know the guy on the, i guess he was I, on a tv screen and he was like Guy's kind of like silver skin, and he actually like has a twitch, yeah. and he's sort of robotic. And you know the guy that's like pizza mm-hmm. is gonna send out for you. Did did that he guy eat some pepperoni off Pizza the Hut? Yes, you're delicious. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah I rem- okay, I remember that guy then. Now he <laughs> he had great hair, but he was a great person. So we ain't found shit. 
Well, John. Yeah, um, what's up? If there's no further addenda, why don't we move on to segment one, uh, lesser known <clears throat> methods of egg preparation. All right. So we're going to talk about eggs and methods of preparation of same that are uh, more obscure. Uh, you know, I found out I had this topic about 15 minutes ago. <clears throat> So I, I did a quick Google search. Found out what an egg and, was. And uh, I came up with a, a couple a couple ways that I've never even heard of. You guys ever heard of a coddled egg? No. Yes. Okay. But maybe you can tell us about it. Is it when you is that when you kind of just really, really, really slowly kind of cook it so it's you cook it in the in the shell but really really slowly so it's all kind of mushy. Something. No, I think you're confusing uh, coddling with uh, a different thing. <laughs> Cobbling? <laughs> Cobbled eggs? No, no, no. A coddled egg is when you, so you, okay, you take a ramekin, right? You crack the egg into the ramekin, and then you apparently put it on a roasting tray. You put it in the oven with some water in the tray, and then uh, you cook it like that. It's really freaking bizarre. I've never, never heard of this. That's why it's obscure. That's why we're talking about it. So then, how far, how do you, how do you, how do you, is it, then what is it when it comes out? It's a coddled egg, egg when it comes out. Is it like soft? I thought, or that, is it... I thought that was obvious. You cook it, you cook it at a, a, a I'm reading off of the, the uh, what, like, obscureways2cookeggs.com uh, <laughs> Our sponsor. Our, another of our sponsors. <laughs> It says, it says, butter a small ramekin and crack in the egg, drizzle in a teaspoon of cream, and sprinkle over some salt and pepper. Place in a roasting tray and pour boiling water into the tray oh. so that it comes just over halfway up the side of the ramekin. Bake at 180 degrees Celsius for about 8 to 10 minutes, or until the egg is cooked to your liking. So it's a little vague. It says some people add a trickle of white wine or herbs and ham for a, a truly indulgent smell. Yeah, I think I've had that before, actually. I think I, I think, uh, um, I think I had something like that where there was also a tomato in the ramekin with the egg. Oh, man. I kind of want to try this right now. It was hella good, actually. But I don't have any ramekins. Or eggs. I pictured somewhere just like, someone just like, kind of really like, you know, sweet-talking the egg while that was happening. <laughs> you know, like, hey, come on. Come on there. Hey, you got it. No, just no rush there. All right, that's what it sounds like, right? All right. Like, you know, like make it in a shoe. Uh, like, same thing, but with a shoe instead of a ramekin. Who has that noise from, uh, from Dudes with Attitude? <laughs> Method of Egg Preparation 2. You know what? Maybe we should table this for a later date. Oh man! Was that all? Was was? Did you only have one 
lesser known method of egg preparation. No, 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 no. There's, there's coddling, there's shearing, or shearing. I'm not sure how that's pronounced. Shearing? I don't fucking know. That sounds good. Um, I did learn the difference between over hard and over well. Oh, do tell. Over well, you don't, you don't break the yolk, but over hard, you break the yolk. Oh. You walk. So isn't over hard just scrambled basically? No, no, no. Because you you fry it and then you over it. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I mean, scrambled. You're gonna you're gonna you know scramble scramble it up. It's like scrambled half-ass. Par scrambled. <laughs> yeah, basically. That's well. That's what my roommate used to used to cook eggs like that. He said he was scrambling eggs. But really, he just like he couldn't be bothered to mix them up before he put them in the pan. He just gonna crack them in there and like smash them up and like scrape them out of the pan straight into his mouth or something. It's really hard to do. Oh, no, I'm jamming along. Great segue in into or out of that segment. Uh, Seventeen unperturbed remarks on ten randomly selected topics. Okay, so uh, th- th- this is I- I'll be leading this segment. Um, the, the, the conceit of this topic is thus. Our regular listeners will know that uh, uh, the, us, the... <laughs> uh, classic. Oh. For the benefit of listeners at home, <laughs> Daniel Gunnard has just left the podcast in the middle of a sentence. <laughs> Should we ad lib? I, I yeah, let's uh <clears throat> Bad friends party 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 Um what, why don't you just take it from the top? I'm just wondering if how far into it did you lose me? I um I think you you were just saying talking about the fact that we had a database. Oh jeez, I talked for like five minutes. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, if it was good, we can still use it as long exactly. as we're still recording. I wasn't. Okay. Topic two. What's the name of this uh, topic, Jeremy? Expounding on ten random topics. Okay, uh, our regular listeners will know that the flowers we discuss keep a database of potential podcast topics. Now there are in the neighborhood of uh, one hundred and ninety-seven amazing topics, just waiting to become you know podcast segments. So we thought I would talk about ten of those uh, for one minute apiece. I believe John is going to be choosing a number between one and ninety one one and one hundred ninety seven, and I believe he's using a. Uh, I have an app that uh, can emulate any size die. Hang on one second. You can emulate a one hundred and ninety seven sided die. Yes. Random number generator. Let's go. Come on, internet. <laughs> 47. Make Jeremy Mullis laugh. Oh, shit. 
Is that really 47? Yep. All right. <clears throat> what is that behind you? A file cabinet? Yeah. What you got in there? Am I am I allowed to talk? Yeah. Um like files. What? Like you're like uh <sighs> You keep all your like artificial snakes in there? No. I put I put snacks in there sometimes. Oh, what 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 kind of snacks? Like really <laughs> like 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 high trans fat snacks? Preferably. 20 seconds left. Like snacks with a lot of like uh, you know, uh, glucose and <laughs> and beep, you know, plastic and shit in them. Don't change the subject. I'm still trying to make you laugh. This is yeah, this is subversive. Are those Sennheiser headphones? I think they might be. As if. Time. That did not go well. All right, the next number is 15. Syrian crisis. Um, okay, so. What, the Syrian crisis? Who knows where Syria is? Yeah. It's over there, right? This is, I'm just getting into this beat here. Sorry, I, I, I'm not trying to cop out on this timeline. <sighs> Here's a story. Once upon a time in Syria... 30 seconds. There was... <laughs> there was this... There was this crisis. Once upon a time in Syria, there were these brothers. And they, they were, were a quarrelsome bunch. bunch. They're so they're all always fighting. fighting. Fight, fight, fight. 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 They're, they're always bickering. Bicker, bicker, bicker. bicker. Ten seconds. Bicker. And since they were all from Syria, they called Three, it the Syrian two, crisis. One. Time. One hundred and twenty-nine. <clears throat> um, prank calling Zoe Gibson. Shit. All right, who has Zoe's phone number? And go. I do not. You don't have Z John, do you have Zoe's phone number? Somebody want to look it up? Um, I don't, somehow. All right, while John's looking it up, do you uh, want... Yeah, I bet Gigi what has should, it. What should my ankle on this be? Am I a telemarketer? You know what? I bet Ashley has it. Am, I, am I a trucker? Am I a, why don't you um, ask her whether her refrigerator is running? Uh, should I ask her whether she spells her name with a, with a Z or with an X? Uh, shit. I barely can find my phone, let alone. Should I just fake it? Should I fake it? 30 seconds. Alright, I'm calling Zoe right now. Hello? <laughs> Hello? Your next number is 188. Best bad religion drummer. 
Well, okay, that's actually a really interesting okay, question. Go. Because I mean, in terms of technical skill, I have to say Brooks Wackerman is is far and away the best. Uh, and honestly, the, as far as the quality of the material that is released, um, I would probably put him. Uh, I would probably call call him that drummer too. But I have a soft spot for Bobby Shea. I really do. I mean, the sweaty man in black. He's he's just some, some something charming about him, you know. He was pretty good at drumming, you know. I mean, I, I mean, Pete Finestone's work is pretty rudimentary, but it's also pretty it's also pretty solid. But there's not much to write home about. It seems like when Bobby Sher joined the band, maybe it coincided with the with with the part where they started like producing their albums a little bit better, and so I associate Bobby Sher's drum sound with having like a little bit more crunch in the snare and a little bit a little bit more clarity in in the, in the hi hat and stuff. Time. One twenty-two. In the song "Staying Alive." What is meant by the term, use my walk? All right, I thought about this. Uh, I think it's... Well, what is, what's the line? Okay, let's, let's back up. Well, you can tell by the way I use my walk, I'm a woman's man. Okay, so whatever he means by use my walk, it's clearly indicative of his, uh, his sexual prowess, I guess. Maybe it's... it's, it's, it's um, it would be equivalent to a swagger or or some kind of like uh, sexual posturing the way he co- like like presents himself or moves it's it's sort of like a like a sexual uh, what do you call that where you like a display like a like some peacock shit like a peacock would use its feathers the way John Travolta uses its walk He's just, he's just talking about strutting. Strutting, yeah. I like how I used a it's to refer to John Travolta. Time! <laughs> Your next topic is... Number eight. The European debt crisis. Well, you know, the European debt Go. crisis has a lot in common with the Syrian crisis. Um, in that it was... It was just bogus for everyone involved. I mean, if you think about the ramifications uh, of the the exponential budget situation leading up to both crises, you really do see how the the, the imperialistic um, Zionist of the entire hemisphere were really convoluted in the most altruistic and hedonistic vapidest sense. I mean, you don't want to dig under those floorboards. You know? You don't know what kind of malarkey you're going to find dwelling under underneath the, 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 the fiscal bullshit. That's time. All right, topic... Uh... 61. Funniest integer. Okay. You know, I, I've i always thought the funniest integer was... You know, there are a lot of contenders for this. I mean, one comes to mind. I mean, say your car is going one mile an hour, right? <laughs> Fuck that. No, but uh, 
to me, the funniest in the jury's 99. And I'll tell you why. You know what? How much does that cost? It's not a dollar. That costs 99. It's also just fun to say. There's a restaurant near my house called 99. I don't know if you guys know that. Regular listeners will know that I occasionally go out to dinner at 99. Is that true? Oh shit, my my computer's gonna die unless I find an extension cord. I have 99 seconds to find an extension cord. <laughs> Here it comes. I don't know, I just think it's funny. I mean like, you know, 69 is pretty funny too, but uh... That's more fun than it is funny. And that's time! Your next number is, uh, 149. Is string theory bullshit? You know, I don't think so. I, I, I don't know firsthand a lot about, you know, I never observed what goes on at the, at the quantum level. With my own, with my own eyes, uh, it makes sense that that that, that y- there ought to be something smaller than whatever was the smallest before, because that has always been the case, you know. So why wouldn't there be something smaller? But then why wouldn't there be something smaller than strings, you know? So yeah, string theory is bullshit because. I mean, just think about it. <laughs> it's like, duh. How much time I got left? You got five seconds. Did you say, oh, wait, how much time? And now you're out of time. Nice. <laughs> Number 170. Uh, Hans Arp versus Gene Arp Cage Brawl. Danny get disconnected? I thought he was Hello? just... Whoa. You there? Hello? And that's all the time we have time for. Wait, did how many, how many uh, questions uh, did I miss? Um, it just seemed like it, we both we both thought you were just stumped. Wait, no. Really? Was I frozen? Yeah, you're just... You're frozen and you look very perplexed. <laughs> No, no, I was... My internet froze. I was... Yeah, I thought you were just, just completely, you know, had no idea what to say to that. Okay, I guess I'll find out what that topic was. It was really good. It was just like... Uh, Should we do that one again? No. No, 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 no. no that no. one was perfect. 78. 78 is women. Am I right? 
Yes. Well, no, hold on a minute. That's kind of a loaded statement. I mean, clearly it's, it's pandering to a certain cliché, you know, perhaps from, a, from an earlier age, you know, when there was... I wish I could prepare for these. I guess that's kind of the... So, it depends on what you mean by women. I mean, if you're just saying women, I mean, am I right? Like, yes, that is a word. That is, that has a definition. But there's a lot, There's a, it's kind of a loaded statement, you know? It's like, do you mean, oh, oh, the humanity or what? I'm not... I am not the right person to be doing this. I think you should be doing this. 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 this, this and that's this. time. Thirty-two. Ooh, th- I've got a good feeling about this one, and it's in. Th- <laughs> in the French language, a paperclip is called a trombone. Is that it? <laughs> There's no wait. Is the time started? I was waiting for you to. I was waiting for you to finish the uh, topic. Um, well, I'll, I'll be leading this start. segment. I, I've always just really. I thought that was really just great. That you know, like whether or not popular in France. I could have done be- I could have done better. Well, let's go with um 50. <laughs> Flowers of disgust pledge drive. And listen, we really need all the support we can get. We have 60 yeah. seconds now. 60 seconds. We have a $50,000 goal. We have $400. We can still make it. Let's just let's just Really gotta do it. Really gotta do it. Just to hear it. Oh, we got somebody on the line here. Somebody on the line wants to. Hello? Hello, you're on the air chatting with Nathan. Yeah, yeah, it's not too late to make a a donation. Yes, you can donate under a dollar. Okay. Hello? My headphones came on on text. I do not know if the time limit is. Hello. And that's all the time we have time for. Okay. We did not make our uh, our uh, our uh, whatever. See, that's why we don't haven't succeeded is because we we want to take a minute to to. (laughs) You get a free audiobook if you go to audible.com/slash/bearfriendtea party. That's audible.com/slash. 
bear friend tea party. Well, thank God for that Nature Box sponsorship we have. I you know, I tried a bag of their oak crusted weasel shit the other day, and it was delicious. <laughs> you know what you can get on Audible right now? That's uh, that's really. Listeners of Bear Friend Tea Party, Audible thinks they might enjoy um, the Bible. Segment four Segment three. is a special guest, Dr. Jonathan Bumpers. Um, so, from time to time on Bear Friend Tea Party, we like to, uh, you know, step back for a minute and uh, really, really, you know, really dig in deep with a single uh, important guest. This is usually, you know, an important uh, thinker, artist, uh, musician type, whatever. Tonight on the program, we have Dr. Jonathan Bumpers. Uh, Dr. Jonathan Bumpers is a regular on the Bear Friend Tea Party podcast and is a underemployed composer living in Portland, Oregon. Um, let me just pull up my questions. Are you there, Jonathan? Hello, yes, I am here. Hey, uh, how are you doing? You know, I'm okay. Glad you could make you know, it. Weather's nice. What are you gonna yeah. do? You know, <clears throat> it's fine. All right. Um, are you ready? I'm gonna. Are you ready to uh, do this I'm interview? Ready. Let's do it. Okay. Well, so let's start things off. Uh, Jonathan, what would you say? Um, what would you say is the most important development? Uh, technological, scientific, or cultural uh, of the last century? Uh, the computer. Do you, uh, do you like peanut butter? Well, I think, I think we all know the answer to that one, Skip. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't be coy with us. But, but seriously, yes, I, I, I enjoyed peanut butter. Do you this have any prominent physical I'm sorry, there, there's a little bit of noise there. What did you say? Do you have any prominent physical deformities? Oh, sure, sure. Care to elaborate? <laughs> sure, sure. Okay, let's move on. Um, Jonathan, where would you place the uh, respective golden ages of French painting, 2D platformer video games, and episodic TV drama? I would place them on Earth. <laughs> We're looking for a time and a place there. Let's move on. Um, so, how important a meal do you think breakfast really is? Oh, more important than anything else ever. What's so jolly about England? Well, they drive on the left side of the road, Skip. That is pretty silly. What would you say is the funniest place you've ever fallen down? If you were stranded on a desert island with Hitler and Stalin, 
Do you think you guys would become friends? Do you think that you and I would still be friends if I just came up to you and punched you in the face? What do you know about the English Civil War? What do you think of Johnny Depp? Eh. What do you see as the future of Bitcoin and other so-called cryptocurrencies? Okay, off the top of your head, how would you rank all the Aaron Sorkin TV shows from worst to best? Sports Night, Studio 60, The Newsroom, and The West Wing. What's up with people who are really into vinyl records? You know, the important thing to remember here is those people share 98.9% of their DNA with us. So they're really not too far away from being human. <laughs> oh, Doctor. I have some documents that I need to get notarized. Do you know where I can find a notary? And how much do you think it will cost? Why should anyone care about black holes? Well, they probably shouldn't. Describe your ideal martini. Well... David Bowie win the Super Bowl again this year? Don't you hate it when you stick your hand in a turbine and it cuts off all your fingers? Don't you hate it when you throw away some random cable or adapter or something that's just been sitting in a tub for years thinking, well, I'll never actually need this, and then you end up needing it like the next day? What is your least favorite bird? Do you have mixed feelings about beef jerky? Timer's done. Eggs are done. Waffle's done. Well, okay. What is the most awkward thing you've ever eaten while operating a motor vehicle? What is your favorite type of railroad car? Could be, uh, you know, a boost. Engine car. Box car. Car with the coal and dining car. Would you say you have too many pants? Not enough pants. Or exactly the right number of pants? Do you think that planets can be gay? <coughs> what types of hairstyle do you associate most with the 1970s? Have you seen the movie There Will Be Blood? Your planet every single image has so much going on. Alright, and our, our final question. If you could get rid of one common battery size, which one would it be? Well, I certainly have. A, we certainly have enjoyed. Um, uh, we certainly have enjoyed talking to you this evening, Dr. Jonathan Bumpers. Um, and uh, I hope that uh, we'll hear from you again sometime. <laughs> certainly has been enlightening. Thoughts on all of these matters. It's like
treat. Okay, don't worry. We guys want to do this tomorrow? I'm definitely... Okay, I'm definitely... Ed I'm editing this podcast tonight. For next week? Segment four. Go fuck yourself.